0: All right, fact check this podcast, and today I would like to apologize for the interview with Adam Nutter and my audio. Adam was awesome, as expected, as always, and I sounded like I was talking in a cave, apparently, so I've moved over, I had been doing stuff off of my laptop, which is literally right here. And I've moved over to doing stuff off of the, the desktop because even though I like the video quality of the laptop camera better, the desktop uh, gets a little better frame rate with the processing. So it's kind of six of one, half a dozen on the other. But uh, And plus the desktop is a little bit easier to navigate StreamYard uh, for when I'm doing uh, the... The morning after show with Mark Metz and uh Clyde of the South, and it's just a lot easier to to navigate this thing off of the desktop. So I switched over, and when I was doing the mic checks and stuff before we recorded, everything was good, everything was hooked up. And I guess right before we started, I like moved the mic over and it had snagged and it popped. Out And so it was my audio was running through the through the desktop, which wouldn't have been a problem if the desktop was a little bit closer. But I, I have everything kind of spread out on the desk and just like my cool setup that I like to use and feel like I'm some sort of big timer. And, uh. So apologies for my audio quality on the last episode but hopefully you enjoyed Adam and our conversation and I know I had a lot of fun with it and I'm really looking forward to having further conversations with him uh though getting into the conspiracy theory type stuff and the paranormal stuff that's that stuff is way more interesting and entertaining than talking about politics and dumb shit but speaking of politics and dumb shit I talked about it with the Mississippi abortion bill a couple weeks ago, and now I wanted to look at, this one goes a little more in depth on the Texas abortion ban that was put in place, and I, the left is just, I swear, like, you just, I, I pull up my daily little news ticker, and there are almost a third of the articles that pop up are about how Roe versus Wade is about to get overturned. And I just, I don't see it happening. I just don't see the Supreme court ever having the balls to step up and actually legitimately throw out Roe versus Wade. What they will do is kind of what they're doing right here with the Texas thing, which is kind of what I had said that they would do all along, is they're going to kick it back to the states. So, looking at this Vogue article, which is just borderline poison in and of itself. What the Supreme Court just ruled on abortion scares me and it should scare you too. It's important to note that the Supreme Court did not rule a single fucking thing, but Molly jong Fest is terrified of the Supreme Court's Ruling on Friday, the Supreme Court had a chance to strike down a completely unconstitutional, totally insane Texas law that bans abortions after six weeks. The law goes even further than that, it limits what kind of lawsuit can be filed to challenge it and puts bounties on everyone from doctors to Uber drivers who might assist in an abortion in some way. It was the kind of law that was so dystopian that many people didn't believe it would even be enacted. But on September 1st, SB 8 was instated in the state of Texas. Even many conservative court watchers thought the Supreme Court should and would strike down the law because it went contrary to both Roe and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. Instead, the court last Friday kicked the case back to the district courts. The choice to leave this Texas law in place marks a shift from a conservative court that still tries to keep up the appearance of objectivity to a Supreme Court that is fully partisan. The message leaving the law in place sends to other state governments is clear. You can do what you want. Molly, let me let you in on a little secret. The states could always do what they want. It's called the Tenth Amendment. That's the way that the whole thing is designed to to work and function. And I I love this unconstitutional line. Uh, Leftists like to throw out unconstitutional Anytime something comes up that they don't like when it goes to the Supreme Court. But the constitution doesn't say anything about abortion. It doesn't say anything about what the state of Texas is doing. This is, this is a legal matter that is outside of the constitution in terms of like direct scope and applicability, and in fact, if you really want to, you know, get down to brass tacks and start cutting nuts on it, uh, the Constitution defends life. So, if anything, Roe versus Wade is what was un- unconstitutional <clears throat> to begin with. I, this this huge push that's been coming from from the left about Roe versus Wade and constitutionality and everything. it To me, it's kind of, uh, I haven't I'll hit the struggle bus here. To me, it's kind of, it's kind of telling of what I think their ultimate goal is, which I'll get to that in a second. But trying to behave in such a way as to pretend they care about the constitution, like, nobody on the left gives two shits about the Constitution. Almost any and every like major bill and law that has come through the federal government and a lot of the big blue state governments uh, for some time could and should be deemed unconstitutional. I mean, the Constitution is very limiting in what it allows the government to do. So, I would say fully 90% of what the government is currently doing unconstitutional anyway. Uh, so if we want to really start cutting nuts on the, what it is and isn't constitutional, most of, most of the big leftist agenda should be deemed unconstitutional and thrown out by the Supreme court. Now there is nothing explicitly stated in this, in the constitution anywhere about the, about Roe versus Wade. And in fact, the, like the really crazy thing about it is like, uh, the way that that case was originally propped up and the propaganda behind it, and the way it was manipulated to get that ruling, like it is a bastardization of what was the original intent anyway. But nobody wants to look at that. No, nobody cares about like historical facts on the matter or anything like that. It's a. Mark and I talked about it Monday on the morning after the historically watching civilizations devolve into ritualistic child sacrifice. And, and that's what this is. Like, that's what this is. And it's kind of, it's really kind of eerie. And uh, I, I don't, I don't know how else to put it other than like, like to watch the way certain groups behave in in the wake of this. Like, the way they celebrate murdering their own children. I, those sick fucks don't deserve to have kids anyway. I, those are the kind of people that I wouldn't want my kids to be anywhere near. It, it's fucking creepy. And, like, like, For instance, this little article right here. When SCOTUS guts row, the covert plan to provide abortion pills on demand and avoid prosecution. This past Friday, the Supreme Court upheld Texas near absolute abortion ban and gave their blessing to the novel enforcement mechanism. A... uh, Stacey remnant system that depends on private citizens surveilling their neighbors and claiming bounties on anyone caught aiding and abetting an abortion. Despite some misleading headlines caused by a confusing decision, the bottom line is, in Texas, bounty hunters can still stalk people seeking abortion and legally harass and bankrupt anyone who helps them. The decision was surprising because the court is also widely expected to overturn Roe versus Wade outright in June. Soon, two dozen states, including Texas, are expected to have laws that allow police officers to simply arrest people for abortion. Friday's decision not only creates a mass of legal headaches in managing the bounty hunters, it opens the door for blue states to use similar systems as a backdoor ban on guns, something California is already moving to do. This is these are interesting times that we're living in. And really, as I've said multiple, multiple times, I don't think that the I don't think that the Supreme Court actually has the guts to overturn Roe versus Wade. I think what they will do is what they did with Texas, they'll kick it back to the districts, they'll kick it back to lower courts, they'll say that it's it's a decision of the states which is right, which is how it should be. I think they'll avoid being extremely controversial, but what this is kind of highlighting is something else that that I've been talking about relatively regularly for well longer than the last year, but I've only been doing the show for a year. Um, is secession and the need for the states to break up I mean, the United States as it is currently constructed is not a feasible long-term thing. Like it can't be sustained the way it is, and and anybody with any lick of common sense knows that. Like mean, if you look, like they're talking about, like the the blue states that are going to use this to build in gun bans, uh, red states that are going to use this to create abortion bans effectively and and that's the thing is it's not an abortion ban it still permits up to 6 weeks it's like the mississippi they're pitching the mississippi one as a like an a wholesale abortion ban it allows it up to 15 weeks like this is the the texas bill is a it's the heartbeat bill and yes some of the uh I, I don't know how I feel about the it's weird that they radically sensationalize it by going with the, the bounty hunter theme and, and everything, I guess, uh, whoever, whoever wrote this article for salon, uh, must've been on a dog, the bounty hunter kick whenever he was going to find the, uh, the guy that they found dead in the woods that killed his girlfriend. I don't remember what all happened with that. My, my wife was following that. I really didn't particularly care. Like, the number of people who go missing and get murdered in national national parks and national forests every year is insane. And the fact that they, you know, uh, narrowed in on one specific case and and who knows. I mean, maybe this guy was a serial killer and had been killing a bunch of people in the woods and she happened to catch him. And, I don't know. Maybe that'll be maybe that'll be an episode for next week. Uh Actually, take a take a look at that here in hindsight. Since I never really looked at it to begin with, when it was going on, totally derailed this whole thing. And get a get a drink and get back on track. So anyway, like m- maybe they had been on a dog the bounty hunter kick, and because the uh, that wasn't the <laughs> that wasn't the way that I read the bill. As it was just going to create this like bounty hunter system. And the thing is, these clinics, clinics, and uh, like other facilities and activist groups that not only support Roe versus Wade but like actively promote murdering your child in the womb they're they're going to set up networks where they can get girls who want an abortion to a place where it's allowed they're going to do stuff like this. I really didn't read too much into the uh, the meat of this article from Salon with with the abortion pill stuff. Um, I just couldn't get that far into it. It's it, this is one of those things that, like the uh, the outright encouragement and promotion. Of murdering a child in the womb fucking pisses me off. Like it, it makes me want to do bodily harm to people and, and I don't like that. I've I've managed to suppress those emotions and live a moderately peaceful life and not be a horrible person. And although in that situation I'm not sure I would consider it being a horrible person to do those people bodily harm. But nonetheless, like I, I didn't read that as creating this like bounty hunter system or anything. It's I, I think there's I think there's a lot more nuance and uh, like actual systematic uh, like structure that would be involved in that. Beyond this, like uh, wild west bounty hunter going after doctors and Uber drivers and everything else, like was a, I, I didn't read I didn't read it like that. And if I'm wrong on that, then someone correct me. Point me point me in the direction of uh, where I missed the mark on that and how it's it actually does completely set that up because I'd like to. I would like to talk about that if that is going to be the case because uh, maybe I need to move to Texas and become a bounty hunter. It sounds like a lot of fun. Um, but it, like getting back to kind of what I see as the solution, it has to be a... It, we have to have a split of some sort. Like There are enough states that don't support this shit and are trying to find ways around it that clearly something like isn't working. And that's that's kind of on literally every level of everything that's going on right now in the country is there are enough states that do not support any of what the federal government is trying to push. And then there are other states who are going in the opposite or not the opposite direction, who are going well, the opposite direction of of the states that are are against the federal mandates and stuff like that, the, the states that don't think federal mandates go far enough and are pushing further and further. It is the level of sensational, uh, sensationality that exists within mainstream media to divide the population. And the level of, Uh, vitriol that seems to come specifically from the left. Like, I I, I don't... I don't feel like there is this just undying hatred of the other side that comes from the right to the extent there is that comes from the left. Most of the people who are in the middle and to the right would... Like it if we could just do what we want to do and not bother other people. Whereas those on the left want you to do what they want you to do. And if you won't do it, then you should be punished. You should be jailed. You should be fined. You should be attacked. And, and they have been willing to do that to no ends over the last year and a half. And honestly, they had been willing to do it for some years prior to that, but it's really been amplified since lockdowns and and everything else that's been going on in the country. So, you know what the solution to Roe versus Wade is? Gut the whole fucking thing, end it, and move on. Everybody, move on. We all do our own thing. Indiana does Indiana. Kentucky does Kentucky. Texas does Texas. Mississippi does Mississippi. Fully enact the Tenth Amendment that the federal government actually has limited powers like the federal government is supposed to have, and the states get to make the calls and get rid of all the rest of the bullshit, because that's what it is, is it is complete and total fucking bullshit. Ah, I always tell myself I'm not going to have a rant, and then I have a rant. Stop killing babies. God! doesn't feel like this is... We really are in the uh, the death throes of a withering society. And it just needs to fucking die. Have a good rest of your week. I'll be back later in the week with uh, Johnny on Peddling Fiction. Also, be sure to check out The Morning After with me and Mark Metz, Clyde of the South, and By God, I'm going to get Joe on with us at some point. Or if you would like to be the fourth on the show, shoot me a message on Twitter and let me know. and uh, We'd love to have you. Even if you just do guest spots or pop in on a Friday when I would otherwise run a solo show. I think that's all I got for today. Yeah, we'll call it a wrap on that one. I do have a couple other interviews plan here sometime in the near future, but probably not. Probably not before the first of the year. Honestly, I'm. Uh... Oh, today is Wednesday, so head over to YouTube and check out. Uh, it's too late with Alan Mosley tonight. I'll be on with uh, Alan doing our bowl game breakdowns and picks. Uh, we we had a lot of fun with this segment. Uh, so so check out. It's too late with Alan Mosley. And let us know uh, how wrong we were on all of our bowl picks. Uh, We're we're SEC homers, so obviously we picked everything SEC would win. Big 10, Big 12, and ACC and the Pac-12 all suck, so obviously they're going to lose every one of their bowl games. And Alabama's going to be the national champion. Spoiler alert. Yeah, heard it here first. Probably not here first, but, you know, maybe. I think I'm done. I'm pretty sure that's it. And if not, this will just be an awkward close. Hope everybody has a good rest of your week. Have a great weekend. I'm 38. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So, wish me a happy birthday if you're listening to this. Actually do that. Wish me a happy birthday and tell me you heard it on the show. That way I actually know who listens to the show because I keep asking for feedback and I keep getting none. Y'all are great listeners. I love you, but you suck at feedback. Thanks. Thanks so much. Have a good one.